0: Hi guys, welcome back to Le Fleur. This is Ren Kelly speaking.
1: And this is Fabrizio Cuevas speaking.
0: It is our 27th episode and the date is <clears throat> September 5th, 2023. And before we start, I'd like to just mention that...
1: 2023?
0: Did I say that for you real? You did. Uh, I meant 2023. Stop and me. Okay, anyways, before we get started, um, I would just like to mention that Papa is getting his bathroom redone so if you hear any loud banging and stuff like that you know what it's coming from but I think it won't be that bad but we'll see okay well how are you Fabrizio how was your day today
1: my day today was chill
0: I'm glad are you gonna ask me how mine was oh yeah 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 how was your day um, my day was pretty good. I don't typically love when it's gloomy out and um, it's hot. Like, either be gloomy and cold or sunny and hot. You know what I mean? That's what was making me kind of upset today, but otherwise I had a pretty good day.
1: That's weird. I actually felt that it wasn't that hot today.
0: Well, I had to wait in the car for you and Mason, so I thought it was hot.
1: I wore a hoodie all day today, which made me happy.
0: Which made you what? <laughs> happy. <laughs> you said happy, funny. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, today was like chill and like mid for me. Um, but I hope your guys' day was pretty good and eventful.
1: Hope you had a great American Labor Day.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot that was yesterday. Yeah, how was your weekend? Did it go by fast or did it feel long?
1: It felt pretty long.
0: Right? I, I agree with that. I thought that this weekend felt also, really long. Also,
1: I didn't go to school on Thursday or Friday. Why? Because I was sick.
0: Really? Yeah. With what?
1: I don't know. I was just sick.
0: Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but I didn't go to school. That was sick.
0: Did you have a fever?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I never checked if I had a fever, actually. Wow. I just started feeling sick one day and... Stayed in bed.
0: So you basically didn't go go to school for like five days, a full I week. I know. That's basically a full week.
1: That's amazing.
0: Do you have a lot of work to make up?
1: <clears throat> I'm not sure. I don't think so.
0: Okay. That's good. You didn't ask your teachers
1: um, what you missed? I made up the a missing assignment in math class, and that's all I remember. I have that's a test true. tomorrow.
0: Are you in finite? No. What are you in?
1: Intermediate Algebra Two uh, was Mr. Strong.
0: Oh, Mr. Strong! He's the nicest. That's cool.
1: I've realized that all my teachers are so chill this year, which sucks because I just am so over school at this point. It's crazy. Yeah, I but feel I do that. I appreciate my teachers for my final year being chill sauce.
0: That's good sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dive into this. Um, so. The Saturday before school started, Fabrizio and I hung out. It was really last minute, but I'm really glad that we did it. Got to hang out. So it all started at like I picked him up at like eleven a.m. And um, do we
1: remember the date?
0: Mm, it was I like don't. the twelfth. Mm, oh, it was the twelfth, I think. Yep. Well, um, yeah. So I picked him up at eleven, and then we drive back to my house, and I had to like shower and get ready and then I realized oh shoot I because I made a reservation for like because I have a membership at LACMA so I made a reservation for me and like another person at 1 p.m and I was like thinking about it right before I showered I was like wow we are not gonna make it at 1 so you know I was stressing but I was like you know what we're late whatever so then um, we end up at LACMA like at like what, two or one thirty? Two. I think two, yeah. We ended up there at two and the lady was like, No, you guys are chill, like you guys can go in I was like, Okay, cool and we saw the most like really cool exhibits and my favorite one was the old man's garage in the middle of Ohio in summer. Was that your favorite too, or did you like another one more?
1: I like the the like African American history one.
0: Oh yeah, that one was really cool. Yeah. That one was cool, but, like, it was so big and long to me, and then it, like, transformed to another thing, so then I just felt like I kept getting lost in that one.
1: It just blew my mind seeing paintings. I hadn't looked at paintings in a while, and I didn't, like, I looked at this, I was looking so closely at them, like, people kept, the people working kept telling me to back up.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. There was this one time, I was actually cringing for Breezy when he did this, I didn't tell you this. But remember, like, the spiky yeah. metal exhibit thing? Fabrizio literally basically put his phone up to the to the sculpture, and I was like, oh, my, oh, my. I just walked away, and I, like, didn't come back. <laughs> and I just saw the guy lurking around you, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I would lurk too.
1: Um, um, also, that Ohio garage, that's Midwest emo.
0: Okay, I can see that. The garage was so cool, like, Fabrizio and I were split up for a while, and so I was in this one room, and I was looking at art, and then I saw these, like, two, like, western-looking doors, and I, you know, I just thought it was art or whatever, but then I saw people coming in and out of it, and I was like, well, it's really cool, so I put Fabrizio and I in, like, the electronic line or whatever, and we waited for, like, 15 minutes, and then we went inside, and it was insane. It was, like, um, it was, like exactly how you would think of someone an old man's garage who lives in like the midwest to look like that's exactly how it looked like and it even sounded like because you could hear the crickets and you couldn't just hear at night i don't even know how to describe it
1: <clears throat>
0: and it was filled with really cool like little knickknacks and signs and weird stuff in a car it was really and there cool. was a fire
1: in the back of the car
0: oh yeah it was like logs on fire and then a like a doll driving the car it was pretty cool um yeah i think that was my favorite because it was very i don't know it was just kind of spooky i was scared to walk in at first
1: i also like the picasso part oh, yeah that was cool
0: do you remember that guy who was at the picasso part who said that he had lived in la his whole life and um didn't know that LACMA was here and hat and had Picasso stuff like he had, that was his first time ever seeing anything Picasso and he was freaking out. Did you hear that?
1: I remember him saying that he'd never seen anything Picasso. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest. I do remember this what I'm assuming is a mother and son and it was this like little baby toddler dude walking around and they were spring they were speaking. I'm gonna s- assume French mm-hmm. And it just was it seemed it was so adorable to me because it's like woman kept bringing kept the son kept going up to the paintings and stuff and was like so interested in them and the mom would like explain to him what they were and that's that just seems special to me
0: that's really cool i'm glad you saw that i wish i saw that there's like something lately like when i'm seeing mothers and their children interacting that like make me really emotional like i actually was thinking about that last night I don't know, just, I've been thinking about that a lot.
1: I've been thinking about human relationships a lot, too.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, after LACMA, I was starving. So we went to the Grove, because the Grove is really close. And there's this fire pasta place in the Grove. Oh my gosh, it's in the market, or the farmer's market. And, like, I dropped 30 bucks on one plate of pasta. But I would do it again. She would do it again. It was fire. And guess who
1: we saw on the way guess over there? Guess
0: who we saw? James
1: Blake. James freaking Blake.
0: And if you don't know who that is, you live under a rock, buddy.
1: Yeah. he Seriously. Really talented musician, dude. Very. He's a producer, does his own music. I'm pretty sure he's releasing a new album soon. He works with a lot of hip-hop artists, produces for them. He was on Utopia
0: astroworld
1: yeah he's crazy tall
0: he's so tall and i didn't know he was british (laughs) and that took me by surprise for a reason i both took pictures with him and you know what i was i was actually thinking about this after we had met him but when i went to go take a picture with him i full-on just put my arm around him and he hadn't put his arm around me and i didn't think about it i was like oh what if like i don't think he was uncomfortable but like another celebrity would be like I feel like weirded out if a fan like totally touched them or whatever. Because, Probably. Because once I put my armor on him, he went and put his armor on me. Kind of was like, okay, that's chill. You know? Yeah. But he was so nice. He and was th- so nice. This like gust of wind came and like blew hair in my face. And I literally told him, hold on, pause. I need to fix my hair. And he was so nice in his little British accent.
1: And then he went into a perfume sore.
0: Yep. And he was so humble. So humble. Like, that would blow my mind. And
1: he was all by himself, <clears throat> and he he looks just like a regular white guy. That's so you have to look at him saying. for a, you have to look at him for a little bit and just make sure.
0: Yeah, because like, I I, I I saw him like way ahead of us, and I kept thinking, no way, like that's just there's no way. And then I turned to you, and I already see you walking towards him. And I was like, oh my god, it is him.
1: Yeah, that I c- I completely tunnel vision, bro. I didn't even hear you.
0: Dude, like, that was so crazy. And then after the Grove, we went to Amoeba, and I got a few posters. Amoeba was so active, though. Like, it was actually crowded. And then we got dinner with Fabrizio's aunt at this really cool Mexican place that was vegan. vegan and Fabrizio didn't like it.
1: I didn't like it. But the cool, it was a cool atmosphere. It was a cool yeah, restaurant. it was really pretty. It was an un- unorthodox restaurant.
0: Yeah, I like—I really like the food, but, you know vegan city over here like but yeah it was a pretty fun day what do we do after that oh we tried to go to the the observatory we did bro wait why couldn't we go again there There was a concert concert at the the
1: greek Greek theater Mm -hmm. and it was hella active crazy active Mm -hmm. traffic for days all up along the mountain and we got nowhere
0: yeah, we actually like waited to we just did go over. <laughs> yeah, and then we went to the Dodger Stadium, but there was a Dodger game going on, so then and that was to pee really, really crowded. And,
1: and then we... we went to Tokyo, little Tokyo. Yeah, little Tokyo.
0: And we we walked around and we took pictures. It was really fun. And
1: there was a rave happening,
0: bro, under City Hall. We swear, <laughs> if there's a rave under City Hall that you know about, let us know.
1: It was just yeah, Boom.
0: the ground was shaking at times, too, like, it was fire. Um, but I that was, like, a solid 10 out of 10 day for yeah, me.
1: Yeah, that felt like adult day.
0: Yeah, for realsies. Um, okay, should we move topics? Did you, did you have more to say?
1: Um, no, I don't think so.
0: Give it to you when you leave.
1: Oh, I do have okay. something to say. Go ahead. The whole day before we met James Blake, the whole time, I wanted to make a joke about seeing a celebrity. Like, the whole time. Really? Yeah. So, maybe I just manifested it.
0: I think you did. Febreza and I were so dumb. When, I, when we were talking to him, I fully blanked. Like, the Lafleur Records was literally right in front of him. And we didn't say a thing about that, bruh. That's so mid. Nice guy, though. Um. <clears throat> Okay. Um. I'm really interested
1: in Toyota commercial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'll tell you about that. So, basically, in front of me, I have this letter that I wrote on Friday. And what is inside this letter will be going to whoever is in, <laughs> in charge
1: of... Sorry. Did you Excuse sneeze? Me. No, I coughed.
0: Oh going to toyota's like marketing people or whatever and i'll explain to you so i was driving to school on thursday no on friday i was driving to school on friday and i was listening to the song fallen and it's like this old song that like i i've heard it before you know but this time when i was playing in the car totally i envisioned the perfect car commercial and i don't know if i should say it
1: don't say it.
0: Expose it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: don't say the idea. Just... I'm not
0: going to say the idea, but I'll read you guys the letter. And when you hear the song, you might be like, oh, that's pretty fire for a commercial. I'm like, yes. So this is my letter. Dear Toyota, my name is Ren Kelly. I am 17 years old, and I live in Southern California. I drive a 2016 RAV4, and I love it. Some might even say I'm a pretty big Toyota lover. Anyways, why, why I am writing this is because two days ago, while I was driving to school... The 1963 song Fallen by Connie Francis came on. It wasn't unusual that it came on because I listened to it often. However, this time I had an idea for a commercial. I would like to pitch it to those who are in charge of Toyota's commercials because I feel it fits what Toyota is about. The song is perfect for my idea as well. Now my idea might have already been done if not already similar. However, I am a firm believer in two ideas can be the same, but how it is executed is what makes it different. I am a senior in high school. I do well in high s- I do well in school. I am passionate for the arts and I love music, so I promise I'm not some weird random girl. Ultimately, I think my commercial idea would represent Toyota well and I hope to hear back from you. I also hope you cons- you will consider giving me a chance. Sincerely, Ren Kelly, and I left my email instagram and phone number
1: what address do you send that to
0: well their i didn't know that their headquarters were in texas first of all so it has to go to texas but i don't know the exact address but there's like a marketing you know like different Mm -hmm. so i have to send it there but yeah they're never going to answer me back and hypothetically if they if i were to pitch them my idea i feel because i am a 17 year old girl who's like loke's naive they're gonna take advantage of the fact that i have a pretty darn good idea and then not pay me and not give me credit
1: well i think you should have your mom there i feel like oh, your mom is a very me. well-spoken strong person that'd be like hey what the frick are you doing
0: factual no for sure and even i will be like give me some dinero Ch- cha-ching yeah please but yeah, so I'm going to send that John out soon. And I have to send a couple emails. But yeah. Isn't that funny? Did you like my letter? Did you I think did. it was like
1: I thought it was charismatic, personality filled, sweet, and to the point.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Mhm. I hope they respond. I hope you do. I hope you get that commercial too.
0: I'll tell you my idea after. Okay. Just don't take it. I won't. Okay, cool.
1: Hey, and if you get that commercial, you should be like, "Hey man, this guy could run Boom for you."
0: factual but you know what's interesting though is like the way that i'm it's not interesting but i guess like the way that i am thinking about how it is filmed like i literally don't know how i'm supposed to describe it like because the way that it's going to be filmed is what makes it different from like because the idea yes, is similar to what has been done but i want to like the filming will make it you know different So, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty vibes, not gonna lie. I don't think I'll ever hear back, though. Maybe you will. But, you know, we shall hope and see. (coughs) (laughs) That hurt my ears.
1: I'm so sorry. We, uh, been, we got back to school.
0: Yeah, Unfortunately. What what the
1: frick? Last year, senior year. Here we go. Goodbye.
0: Has it hit you that it's senior year? Yeah. It hasn't really hit me. I keep thinking, oh, next year, maybe I'll take this. I'm like, gosh, that's crazy. There is no next year.
1: I hate I hate school, man. My teachers are chill, but I just hate going there. I hate waking up, especially having a first period this year. pisses me off because I didn't have one last semester. And so not waking up, not getting to school at almost 10 makes me upset.
0: I know. I'm sorry. It's hard.
1: But you be waking up at like 3 a.m. Me? Yeah.
0: Boy, what? Oh, well, not every day. Not every day. Every once in a while.
1: Every once in a while.
0: Now, this year. Now, this year. Um, But yeah, school, I don't know. It hasn't hit me. And this month has already gone by so fast.
1: I know Miss C, my theater teacher, was like, guys, it's already going to be a month. I sat there just being like, oh, my God. Yeah. This sucks. It's going by so fast. I
0: know. No, this whole year is going by so fast for no reason.
1: (sighs) Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do with senior year.
0: Like, you know what I started doing today? Writing college essays, bro. That's crazy. And I hate it. I don't know how
1: to... I know. We need to apply for college. That's insane. I don't know how to do that. I've I've been applying to jobs.
0: I mean, at least you're applying somewhere. For something, but yeah, it's just it's just wild. Like I'm just trying to make the most of it, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of like not trip over everyone's like BS.
1: Mm-hmm. I just I don't like. What do you even write an essay to go into well, college like, about? I just don't want to sound boring.
0: Well, but here's the thing: they're not boring prompts. It's like prompts literally about you. Like, wasn't what is an experience that has made has like formed or helped form and shape your character or like how what are you a leader in and it, you know it's just stuff like that it, it's i mean it's interesting it's very very like broad though and very vague like that's why like i don't know like i'm i'm writing the one like what experience has helped um shape your personality like i'm writing that one right now and I had such a hard time like deciding or figuring out, even, you know, like, what really has, like, made me mean.
1: See, stuff like that, for me, doesn't... Because you have to stretch these things out for a little bit, at least. When I'm just not that type of person to stretch things out, I always get straight to the point. Like, like if someone asked me that question and were, like asked me to answer it right now, I'd, I'd just be like, um, probably picking up guitar.
0: But then just go into depth about it. It's like literally writing... A story about you and like yeah it doesn't yeah I know I like literally Fabrizio I felt the exact same way of how you just described like just getting to the point and you have to stretch it out was what was you know stressing me out but once you're there like typing you know it all comes to you and you tend to write like your your life like it is a story so it's more like more interesting sounding like yours, yours will turn out fine like you're creative so It'll be good.
1: What's your favorite class?
0: Probably AP Psych. I love my teacher, and I love Psych. Like, I think I want to, you know, study Psych in college.
1: What have you learned about the human brain so far?
0: Um, well, just, like, chapter one, we was, like, kind of like a history rundown about Psych and how it came to be and, like, how it was, how it's super controversial and, like, um all the like Sigmund Freud is so interesting and just like all those guys like it's just so interesting I don't even know how to describe it and I just I think like wow like you you're just questions about life are now a whole science like that's insane but like chapter two was kind of boring because it was um it was just like terms and then chapter three is about the human brain so that's even more boring but like Um, I stayed after class one day like two weeks ago to talk to Mr. Anderson I asked him simply like are we going to discuss dreams because I have pretty gnarly dreams and I like that all my plan was was to tell him I was to ask him that question and leave after he like had answered it but Mr. Anderson like he said no we don't really talk about it much but like I find it really fascinating and whatever I was like oh okay yeah that's all and I started walking away and I said thank you and he was like why do you have weird dreams and I said yes I have pretty crazy dreams so I stood there for like 20 minutes to- just telling him all the dreams that I could think of at the top of my head and he like full-on was just sitting there in shock like how do you remember these dreams so well Da-da-da-da. like we were just talking about it and like I just told him just how bizarre they make me feel and if i have a disturbing dream like it will literally affect me for like the whole week maybe even longer and then he told me well maybe you possess some medium traits or like you're very like sensitive in the sense like you know when it comes to that type of like spiritual stuff and i was like you know what that makes sense because sometimes i will like enter places or like whatever and i just get the most insane vibe and like i feel like i can predict when things are like something bad is about to happen and so anyways it was super interesting conversation that I had with him because you know when I tell like you or like you know my friends about my dreams people just tend to sit there and be like well every time they say how do you remember all of that and you're crazy but like this time I was getting like an intellectual like response and like you know explanations for stuff and like he recommended me books and videos to watch and like to do dream practices and stuff. It's so, like I thought that was super interesting. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's like clear that Mr. Anderson is like super like passionate and interested about psych. So, you know, hearing. I, it's just interesting because it, it's clear he loves what he does. And I think that, that, that that's why I like it so much because he's really good at teaching it. But yeah, that's my favorite. It's cl- <laughs> my favorite class,
1: I guess. It's always It's always beautiful. When the teachers are passionate about what they teach.
0: Exactly. Like, I think Miss, Mr. Strong is a very beautiful teacher because he, you can see he genuinely likes math.
1: hmm And he's also just a real human.
0: Very real. You know, um, has, have you asked him what his favorite genre of music is?
1: No, I haven't. I don't talk to him.
0: Bro, like... <sighs> he's tried to sit there and tell me sometimes, like, that his favorite music is the best kind of music.
1: What is what is that?
0: It's like Blink-182 vibes. Pop-punk? Yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, respectfully, no. But yeah. Um, I also really enjoy doing surf photography. I really like it.
1: How's, how's surf photo <laughs> going?
0: It's good. I've only gone out to one you... practice.
1: I'm glad you like it. Because at the beginning, before school started, you were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna like it."
0: Well, yeah, I was just nervous that like it wasn't gonna turn out well, but the first day, like, I just I was feeling it. Like I actually was like looking this way, that way, whatever. Like I got it <sighs> down, bro.
1: I'm glad your photos look beautiful.
0: Thank you, I appreciate Those
1: it. Those fog ones were sick.
0: Thank you, I love that it looks like film. I love that.
1: You should get a film camera.
0: I really want to. But they're kind of it's not the camera that's expensive, it's the yeah. film. Like I'm not about that. <clears throat> Are you doing a film class here?
1: Yeah, I'm in the advanced film class.
0: How do you like it?
1: Um, it's chill because at least I'm not with video 1 kids. Mhm. Uh but And I like the people in the class, but it's just a lot of—it's a lot of not really creative stuff. I feel like, at least yet. Mm Mhm. Right now, my main thing is I'm working on this ethnic studies documentary, which is which is cool. That's cool. And then I'm gonna start working on a fentanyl awareness video. Because Bowen wants a fentanyl awareness video because we're gonna have an assembly soon (laughs) but hey i'm in i'm in control of the video i'm a director on it so i'll try not to make it boring yeah
0: good thank you i think you could totally make that like funny too
1: i wonder well
0: i know you can't because bowen won't let you
1: but like well i wouldn't want to make it funny
0: well not like that like not ironic kind of ironic
1: I would want to, I would, I'd want to, I don't know. I don't want to be like, don't ever do drugs or else you'll fucking die. Mm -hmm. There's fentanyl on everything. I don't know. I have, I'm interviewing a mom whose son died from fentanyl.
0: How do you find her?
1: I don't know. Bone found her, I think.
0: So is she going to be in the video?
1: Yeah. but the film class it is basically the reason it even got made was brown wants kids to have a good film portfolio that looks professional so that we could get jobs after high school which is cool of him i guess mm-hmm. but um that's not even my favorite class this year my favorite class is ethnic ethnic studies it because profe and because it's actually i'm like atch I'm genuinely interested in what we're, like, going to be learning and stuff. And I think her ways of teaching it are super... They're not even new or profound because her ways of teaching are thousands of years old from the way indigenous people have always learned and told stories in their lives. It's just probably, like, the most effective way of learning. Just so many people don't do it because if you teach this way this indigenous way of teaching you are kind of breaking that mold of having people be trained to go into the workforce right away after high school but Profa is a great teacher she's super passionate about what she's teaching i also like the people i sit around in my class i sit next to ellis duff and justin i don't know his last name but his name's justin and they're chilled to start my day off with
0: that sounds really interesting. You had Prof. Force an actual class, right?
1: Spanish, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just didn't know if you like met her through, like Nathan and them, or not.
1: I just really, I want to, I want to become spiritual really badly. Like, I want to get into that super badly, and I feel I'm on my way, and I'm hyped to learn about because we're gonna learn about that in ethnic studies because everything is everything everything is connected it's crazy like math and science and chemistry and physics and all that is so spiritual too and just everything we do is so connected to everything and so many people just don't realize that
0: is it like essentially like a more interesting history class
1: yeah and you you but you're not only learning about history you really you also learn about yourself and it's a, it's a class filled with a, with hecka self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about yourself and your place in the world and what you're doing in it, and it's chill. That's cool.
0: I think that she's, like, the perfect teacher for that. Because, she really like, is. you vibe with her well, and then, like, the topic's interesting to you. So that's really good. I'm glad that you're taking that. And that's your first period? Well, yeah, that's a thing to look forward to. Yeah. How do you get to school in the morning? Do you used to ride your bike?
1: <coughs> no, my mom drops me off.
0: Well, that's good. You don't have to wake up, like, extra early. Or mm-hmm. do you have to still? Mm-mm. That's nice. Um, well, besides school, you've been coming out with new songs, a new thing for...
1: Guys, you guys have to go listen to these songs I released on Monday the it's an ep called i envy your virginity anyway um yeah three songs on it first one is called do you know what the, no it's called you do it i'll no you what? say it i'll do it i'll love it i'll hate it and you say
0: it i'll do it you love it i hate it
1: no you do it no you say it i'll do it i'll love it i'll hate it okay the writer came up with that name. That's cool. And then the second track is called Frail Boy Slow Down. And then the third track is called Are You Still With That One Boy? Parentheses. I Don't Want to Hang Out with Fabrizio Anyway. And I think that last track is my best song out right now. And that, that third track is also a song by a new, brand new band, everyone. Here's the announcement, public announcement, PSA to everyone. It's called Bagel Dogs. It has <coughs> me, Fabrizio, as guitarist and singer and producer gavin turpak as guitarist, singer and producer and what's his name Ryder as bassist uh, and gavin's been doing our drums recently and i low-key want to get another drummer person that actually only foc- like main thing is drums because that'd be sick and i want to do a show so bad i want to do a show so bad Like I feel Cause I've been going to so many shows recently So many local shows Also you guys Everyone is always like Frick Concert prices are getting so crazy sauce right now Like every Like you gotta pay $500 to go see your See an artist you wanna see I think you guys should uh Go support some local shows you know They might not be as crazy and as extravagant But I think the feel is there The music is there And People who go to these shows like genuinely care about music because, first of all, you have to try a little just to find them, and they're not that big, but the music is amazing, the people are amazing, the crowds genuinely love the music, people's phones aren't out 25-8, people are genuinely just happy to be there, and for real much, and it's beautiful, I love it, I love music so much.
0: And I feel like those concerts are like so much more intimate and like you just get mm-hmm. to feel like you actually feel the music. Whereas, you know, if you're going to like a mainstream artist concert, like yes, you can definitely still have a good time, but it's not as intimate for sure.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like when you go to a big concert, you're watching... You don't feel like you're... It doesn't feel like the artist is also at the show. The, sh- the artist is just performing. While as these... Sh- these little shows it feels like everyone is together because for example at the last backyard show i went to the second band that played oh my god they were they're called domino effect they were so much fun there was three guys in the band and the guitarist and drummer kept switching like they would both play guitar and drums and both sing and the bassist even sung too and like um at one point in the show the the guitarist one of the guitarists and singers mid-song dro- places down his guitar and just goes into the mosh then some random guy in the crowd who obviously knows them like gets up on the stage and starts screaming the lyrics in the mic and stuff. <laughs> and i sick. i was like that's so beautiful and then I, then the third band that played the guitarist kept going into uh the crowd too it's just beautiful. And I crowd surfed at that show. I forgot. Actually? Yeah, I crowd surfed. <laughs> that was so funny. This guy, first he stole my hat. And then I grab it back while I was washing. And then he's like, he's trying to pick me up. And he's like, yo, someone help me. Someone help me. And then Ian McPherson helps him pick me up. And then I start crowd surfing. And they take me to um, the lead singer Julian of Lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. And he daps me up. And they put me down safely, which was so cool.
0: That's sick.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That sounds so fun. Like, I could picture that. You just did hella imagery right now.
1: It felt so teenage.
0: I love that. I just love music. Like, what would the world be without music? Terrible. Seriously, like... I don't know.
1: Like, music? Music is just so, I feel like it's it's just so natural. It just comes out of people so easily.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, I need to go to a Boy Comma show again. You
1: should go to the one on Friday. That one's going to be so good. I know it is. Where is it at? In Santa Ana. A show. It's like at, 14 minutes away.
0: But at, doors at 6. Where's the venue? It's a house. Oh, it's a house. Um, how do they even find the houses? Like, do people just like say, oh, you could do it at my house?
1: I think so. I think it's just like the people in the the per, the band that's setting it up is just asking people they know. That's so funny. Like that one show that we went to together, the first Boy Comma show I went to, mm-hmm. that was Ine's house. You know Ine? Mm-mm. He's the bassist of the Boy Comma. Oh, really? Yeah, that was his house.
0: What city was that in Cyprus?
1: Uh, yeah. Cypress. That, that
0: was so long ago.
1: I still think that's, like, either the best or the second best show, Backyard Show, I've been to. Really? Yeah. Even they, boycom was like, that was one of our biggest shows.
0: I remember being, like, tripped out at one point of that show where I, like, turn and I look and I see a bunch of old guys in the back. I was like, bro, this <laughs> is crazy. Like, not just young people listen to our music. And I thought it was cool.
1: Dude, oh, I just love... Guys, for real, especially if you live in Southern California, the local small underground music scene, like, especially the emo scene, is so good right now, guys. Please come in. so good. Just start paying attention a little bit.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's magic.
1: It is. It really is.
0: It is, for real.
1: Guys, anyway, (coughs) recently... I'm so sorry.
0: Fabrizio! Hurting my ears when you do that. Huh? Anyway,
1: I found out the secrets to the universe. And it's pretty simple. Everyone already knows it. People just aren't realizing it. Because they rather make money or something. Anyway, guys, the secrets to the universe is that everything is everything. Actually, I have a better quote that I came up with in my mind. Um,
0: Wait, pause. Did you um, see Oppenheimer?
1: No, I didn't. Okay. I only saw Barbie.
0: Okay, continue. Um,
1: anything I don't understand can be understood. I just won't allow myself. That is everything.
0: Oh! That makes so much sense. No, like, actually. I know. No, like, that is the most human line ever, Fabrizio. Because, like, that's so true. That's exactly... Bro. Fabrizio. (laughs) Like, actually. I know. Like... We so could sit here and comprehend what is the world and beyond,
1: and what anyone thinks and any but we literally view don't let
0: ourselves, oh. cause it's like, like okay, yes,
1: we have this, uh, we have this like natural sense of just selfishness in hum- in humans, you know.
0: Bro, we talked about this in psych, you know, like the first week or something that and i just forgot oh my gosh i just forgot but it it was super it was along the lines of how psychologists are so anti like dreams and like you know like stories of little kids you know just saying who they were in the past life or something Mm -hmm. and like they can remember exactly like specific parts of history that they would not even know about because they were they're a young kid. Yes. Well, psychologists hate that stuff because that's so unexplainable. Like because you know humans. That's part of it. Yeah. Like it is that
1: thing anything unexplainable is like this this thing that I'm talking about right now is unexplainable and that's part of it.
0: Mhm. It's just like it it frustrates them because when you dream something so intense like you believe them obviously but it's like oh my gosh, I need evidence. And I think that because humans lack that evidence, we just give up right there. We're like, that happens, that occurs, but I'm not going to go any further because I don't know how to.
1: That's another thing also is that I think a lot, I realize that a lot of what life is, a lot of what people try to do in life is just prove things. People spend a lot of time proving, trying to prove things. Which I think, can be a waste of time, a lot of time.
0: So, like, do you think whatever in- insane stuff that the government knows, like, how do you think they came about to know that? Like, do you think they have proof?
1: Like, what stuff?
0: Like, I don't know, just like...
1: Just like anything?
0: Well, like, I guess what I'm thinking mostly about is, like, aliens, but that, not saying, like, they aren't real, like, that's proven that there is some type of life, but, like, how do you, like, Like, what makes them special to know about it? That's what I always think about, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Why do they get to know so much about that, but not the average human? After all, they are average humans. We don't know all of their names. We We don't know what they look like.
1: Well, I think it is... Here, I wrote something else down. Um, I said there's always two sides, two ways of thoughts, which is everything. The two sides is just how we manifested it because we overcomplicated it um i understand that there's not two sides there's only two sides to things that nothing is ever just this and that either or that everything has multiple perspectives just like the easiest example is like like a democrat and a republican if you hear them talk if you hear them argue you realize that they're saying a lot of the same things because as humans we want we all have the same basic needs we all want the same thing we just are weird and want the power to ourselves instead of just being like hey we're connected but anyway um i don't know with just history and the way humans set themselves up some were above and some were below and the ones below just did not got their morale killed or something
0: that's wild
1: it's all in like the history of stuff and the way humans traveled and where they set themselves up in life
0: did um you learn that in ethnic studies or like think of that come about that idea came about because of that class no where that was just like you were sitting alone and you figured that out or you're sitting with. never mind
1: <laughs> also i have i've come a little bit more to terms with growing up not with getting like physically getting old and having to have to pay stuff but i said responsibility doesn't equal loss of fun growing up gives context because after i started realizing all this stuff i was on like the internet and stuff and a lot of other people also had these same thoughts and feelings of me obviously because everything is everything uh and i i kept seeing like people being like as you grow up You realize stuff Because This part I talked to Profe about this And this part Makes so much sense Circles are very important Circles I think Are one of the most important shapes In um (coughs) The universe Cause indigenous people Do all their stuff In circles Like they teach everything in circles They talk in circles Like everything is always done in circles They sit in circles And Um I've realized that everything comes in full, oh, things always do come in full circle, I just don't think people realize it because um, I feel like people always get traumatized in their younger ages of life and you tend to block that stuff out because you rather not think about it, but if you do start to think about it and you do remember what's happened to you throughout your life you and you continue to live, you'll start realizing that things start coming full circle and I think that's part of why people always want to prove stuff because a lot of the times you can prove your stuff based on your history and experiences Um, so everything does tend to come full circle and the way that the western civilization has set everything up your life to be has been very linear like you are born you go to elementary school middle school high school you graduate you go to college you get a job marry someone have some kids send them to college retire at 65 that's very linear linear and then you die when it really isn't like that or life shouldn't be like that and you could kind of just go around and check stuff out you know but the people in the government who Set themselves up to be in power. Don't want that.
0: Hmm. That's really interesting. I agree with that. Circles are like... Circles are everything. Circles are atoms.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Worlds.
0: Worlds. Like, nothing or anything would exist without it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's very true. Like. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. And
1: basically, what I've. um, Guys, watch the last three episodes, season 19, South Park, if you want the answers. Not specific answers, but if you watch those three episodes. Last three episodes of season 19 of South Park. You are most likely able to connect with how. The characters are feeling in that episode, and also because, yeah, that's about it.
0: That's crazy.
1: Anyway, those have been my thoughts. Hmm.
0: That's crazy. Every time we do an episode, and then like I hear like your thoughts, and like my thoughts lately, like we look think alike, Fabrizio. Because like I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about dreams. And like what they mean.
1: I don't know what dreams are. I haven't gone into that. I don't even dream that much. The last dream I had, I was in this building with Jimbo of Mm Boykama. And uh, I don't even know what we were doing. But then Brad comes in and he's like, guys, this is the new drummer of Boykama. And then this white guy walks up behind (laughs) him and then I woke up.
0: That's weird. Do you want to hear my dream last night? Yeah. I don't. I kind of like just spawned into my dream. I was um in a house looking out of a window and there was like, like, okay, gosh, I'm going to try to like make visually explain that like as much as possible. So like I'm looking out a window and there's long coral colored drapes and there's like windows this like to the left of me and windows to the right of me. There's a wall of windows and each of them has this pair of coral drapes and i'm looking at one and i'm looking i don't even remember what i was really looking out at because i don't think it was anything it was just sun it was just sun looking i mean sun coming onto my face and this is like really weird because i don't have a lot of dreams like this where i see myself i only have dreams from like my pov but this time i was like seeing my side profile a lot in this dream and i but like to the left of me the rest of the room kind of like vanished into like just white so I, I don't i didn't think much of it in my dream it was just that was the room but like it was a, it was like a palace kind of setting but i'm looking out the window and i'm looking at my side profile and someone's coming from the left side of me and it's this boy and he's asking me he was like what are you doing you've been looking out the window for a long time and I just answered him with oh I don't know I thought it was pretty and I like I like the warmth of the sun because it's been so cold and I kept like telling him how I just the cold has been really getting to me lately and it's just been making me in a bad mood so I just wanted to soak up the sun and he was like okay yeah I understand that and he had this dog and the dog was like this big like French bulldog and I hate French bulldogs so I like when I saw the dog in my dream I like went oh and he was like i'm gonna go take him on a walk and i said oh is this this might be weird but can i come with you he was like oh yeah of course and i was in my pajamas and i was like can i please go get a jacket upstairs He was like yeah go ahead so i run upstairs and i'm searching for a cute jacket i'm putting on makeup and halfway through doing all that i'm in my room by the way like that's like my room was the room in the palace i don't even know why but I, and I stop halfway and I look around and all my clothes are all over the floor with makeup everywhere. And then I just go, why am I, why do I care what I look like right now? It's just some boy. I don't care. And so I look outside, the sun's already down. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to get ready for forever. He's definitely already left. So I take off the jacket that I just put on and I'm in my pajamas still and I go back to sleep and I'm like crying because I'm like, God, I missed it. I wanted to go on the walk. I just wanted to feel the sun. And then I just fell asleep. And then I wake up the next morning and I see him and he and he just asked me in the morning, why didn't I was waiting for you that whole time? Why didn't you just come like I I would have waited as long as like you needed to get ready. And I just and I woke up.
1: That's beautiful.
0: I don't know what it means, though.
1: That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. that You remember your dreams like that. I would want to make that into a little video. That would be beautiful.
0: That would be an insane video. But, yeah, it was weird.
1: It kind of reminds me of JP's video, the part of you getting ready.
0: I was just about to say. It kind of did. Just, like, it was a mess. It was a mess, and I was getting aggravated really easily. Like, what's weird, like, the past two weeks, I've been waking up, and my alarm has been, like, a phone. Like, a phone call. Like, I'm waking up. Or, like, in my dream, I'm getting a phone call. But it's my alarm in real life that's, like triggering the phone call but i think that's weird how like while you're in deep sleep there's like this portal of like waking up and like something as simple as a sound just enters that and comes a part of your dream that's insane
1: the brain is crazy the brain is crazy
0: yeah well i have nothing else to talk about do you
1: I don't think so not anymore.
0: Um, what's your favorite song right now? Um, if you don't have a favorite one, you could choose two.
1: I can only say one.
0: Well, if you don't have a favorite one, you can... you have a favorite two, then you could say two.
1: Uh, my favorite song right now is probably either... Build a Bong Workshop by Sept. Sorry. Or Braces by Sept. I fell in love with Sept. Did I already say that? I told you in the car, but i on my podcast now. I saw this band on Friday, they're called Sept. I was at one of their shows on 4th of July, but I missed their set because I started having not a great time. So I went in the back of the show and sat down for a bit. But then I was good and I had a great time on 4th of July. 4th of July is so beautiful. In Norwalk? But, Norwalk. <laughs> it was beautiful. So those two songs.
0: You guys should go check out Sept. Yeah, check them out. Um, my... Well, I have like a favorite song and like a half-second fave song right now. Um, my favorite song is My Little Corner of the World by Yola Uh, But this song, I heard it in an episode of Gilmore Girls, and it made me really emotional because um, in the part that this song was playing... Lorelei, the mom, had just gotten proposed to by Max Medina, and then Rory just got back with Dean, and right when that was happening, they're like, you know, she's a single mother, Lorelei, and then she had, she was, she had team pregnancy with Rory, so like, they're super close, and so Lorelei was all the way at Luke's diner, and then Rory was coming from, I don't know, wherever, and they were running to each other in the middle of their town, and the song was playing, and I started, like, tearing up, because the mother-daughter relationship is so beautiful but yeah that's like my favorite song right now and then seasons in the sun by the beach boys is like my half second i guess my second favorite song right now because i don't know i really like that song but i really like how nirvana covered that song i really like how it's sung and their version a little bit more than the beach boys version but yeah that's it Do you have anything you want to tell the world Fabrizio mm.
1: I like emo music I need a poop
0: okay um
1: just I'm about to poop my pants so um, I think you should so give him a little outro hey guys I'm leaving you enjoyed the episode i love you guys there's no
0: way for Brizio. come on no
1: dude i need a poop i'm not playing with you just go Um, thank you everyone you know same old same old. enjoy your life realize that realize that if if you're arguing with someone take a step back don't say anything for a little bit let that person talk and then just really think about what's happening in that moment okay and just really try listen to what they're saying Try to understand that they're probably saying something very similar to what your argument is, just in a different way. Also, you said that early on the podcast. You were like, you were like the way, you were talking about the Toyota commercial. That two things are very similar, the way they're expressed is different. That's like every, I literally threw my hands up, because that's literally all I've been thinking recently. Anyway, okay, now I'm going to go poop.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye Fabrizio. Um, but, yeah, this is the end of our episode. What's really funny is, Fabrizio is standing up right now. He has this AirPod case that he stole from the Star Wars store in downtown Disney. And I just remember that. That's so bad. Just don't steal anything. Just buy it or don't buy it at all. Um, but, yeah, so this is the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know we don't really, um, post often, and I would like to do that more. Both Fabrizio and I would like to do that more, but, um... We'll just see where life takes us. But I hope you guys have a wonderful and terrific rest of your week. And stay safe, stay hydrated, and be bold. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well, have a good day, guys. Bye.